Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Helix Reviews Podcast. My name is David Arrington, bringing you reviews from a Christian geek worldview. And today on the show, I'm going to be talking about Marvel's Avengers Taking Aim DLC. Now, this is the first free DLC for Marvel's Avengers. Now, this this had me curious because uh, right at the beginning, they announced that they were going to do some free DLCs, like a whole bunch of free DLCs after, you know, carrying on this storyline that they started in the main campaign in the Avengers video game. By the way, I'm playing this on the PlayStation 4, so technically the last generation consoles, but that said, it, it played uh, pretty much exactly like Avengers did on the last generation consoles, like when it came out, uh, so it's it's perfectly fine, it, it works great. Now, I've been curious to see what these DLCs were going to be because they announced, well, I don't, they think they only actually announced a few characters. Like they, uh, they announced Spider-Man, they announced Hawkeye, they announced two Hawkeyes, the Kate Bishop Hawkeye, which is in this one, and the Clint Barton Hawkeye, who is the Hawkeye that you probably know from the movies, uh, though Kate Bishop will be coming to the MCU very shortly, actually. And I think they might have announced a Black Panther one too, but they, they haven't announced a whole lot, but I think their plans were leaked because then I saw a list of like, here's a whole bunch of characters that they're going to be bringing, which had like Doctor Strange, Black Panther, just a whole huge variety of characters that they're going to be bringing into this game with their own standalone kind of, well, standalone-ish, not standalone, you still have to own the game, but like their own kind of storylines going on in there too, all coming together into like one big kind of storyline. I was really curious to see how this would work because honestly what I was kind of expecting with this was that we would get really short DLCs. Like we would get a, a mission or two with these characters, kind of introduce who they are a little bit, show you who the, you know, show, show you their little bit of storyline that's going to be going on here and then just move on from there. But playing the take em, Taking Aim DLC, I, f I finished it just the other day. This, this is way more meaty of a DLC than I was expecting for free DLC coming out after this game. This is a good, like, five to six hours of DLC. And considering the main game is, like, probably 13 to 15 hours to finish, you know, you're getting close to half the length of the main campaign in one DLC here. You get two to three of these DLCs out here, you got an entire another campaign's worth of content if they're all as long as this one was. Now, I really enjoyed this because, okay, they're, they're bringing in the uh, Kate Bishop Hawkeye. I really like the Kate Bishop Hawkeye. I think she's a very fun character in the comics. I first got to know her in uh, David Aja and Matt Fraction's Hawkeye run. She was introduced in there and she was great. And then she's in Young Avengers. See, she's in some other comics too. Uh, I really like this character. I think she's extremely fun and I think they adapted her very well. I really enjoyed her character and personality and everything kind of popping through here. And 
She's extremely fun to play as. Honestly, now I'm thinking she's one of the funnest characters to play as. Once again, I was thinking with the all the free DLC, you know, how much is stuff going to change? How much is stuff going to be varied up? You know, if it's, I don't know, I guess with free DLC, I, I don't expect as much as if I'm paying for it. That said, they're giving me enough as if I'm paying for it. Pretty much. I have some drawbacks, but pretty much. The character is so fun to play as. The the long range with the bow, you got different arrows and things you can shoot. You could charge up the bow and, and you know, hit them harder and all that kind of stuff. Very fun. She also has a sword, so that's for the, the close range combat. More like Ronin. I, honestly, I would have more expected the real Hawkeye or the Clint Barton Hawkeye to be to have the sword I don't know if when he comes around he'll have the sword as well or not I I don't know but the up close combat is also fun with this character so I really think they they got that dynamic right of the the long range combat and the more closer range combat the supers are mostly pretty fun uh yeah overall I, I really enjoyed the supers I think there wasn't anything that really blew me away with her supers I would say uh but they all work very good for arrow type combat you know uh she does have a superpower in this which in the comics i don't think she has any superpowers at all you know unless they're like uh like black widow or something where they're very subtle kind of with the superpowers uh for the most part anyway you know i don't think she has any actual superpowers at all they gave her a superpower in this series and they just kind of briefly mention how she has the superpowers and it's just kind of brushed off which is like okay that's kind of weird but okay whatever because she can teleport and it is extremely fun to teleport around the environment now you can't control real well where you're teleporting like you can't like in dishonored where you can like point out and shoot over to that point uh it's more of for jumping up you can teleport to ledges you can teleport to swing around on things you can teleport to different places uh and one of the supers does have you teleporting over to an enemy uh but it's it's odd that they give her this power when she first shows up and she's teleporting and everything i'm going really they're they're giving they're giving Kate Bishop the power to teleport. That's kind of weird, but whatever, because it was extremely fun to, to play as. Uh, and yeah, teleporting around, very, very fun. The story, I, I thought the story was great, honestly. Like this, continuing on some from what was there in the in the main game. You know, they, they're definitely setting up on things that they teased at the end of the the game you know that at the end of the game they teased certain things and if, and if you know from the comics what those things are you you have an idea of what's coming and you see more t like like you see it leading up to that you know you see the story continuing towards those kind of moments that you uh that if you if you know the comics that you know are coming in this story and once again, I know I keep harping on this free DLC thing, but for a free DLC, you get a lot of good, meaty story here and some serious progression of the story. This this seems like the kind of game where they don't want to just release sequels and sequels. They want to just build up this cast, which I don't, then I don't really know how they're making money unless you buy all the costumes and stuff. I guess that's how they're making money. I don't really buy those kind of things. I bought the main game. And I, I, I don't really feel like I should have to buy all the costumes and everything. Uh, that said, I would have been fine paying 
for this DLC and paying for upcoming DLCs, you know, because I think that this DLC was great and this the, the progression of the story was really strong. The character, the new character was really strong, both to play as and a character I really enjoyed. The main drawback with this, I think, is that the... The environments and the, the mission structure is very samey. Uh, if you play to the main game, you know that there's those open environments where you have four, you know, it's the co-op sections, which this whole thing is all co-op kind of sections. Uh, but a lot of it is you're plopped into this environment, you go around, you grab some chests and things, and then you go into a building, you beat some people up in there, and then, you know, you save them or you do whatever you're trying to do in that mission it's all kind of samey a lot like the mission structure is pretty samey and i would say the environments i, I they reuse the same environment a couple times uh, and they they make an excuse for that but it's it, it still is kind of a, a little bit of repetition in the environments i would have liked to see a little bit uh more more environments or different environments or something that said again i, I really i'm not too disappointed because for a free dlc this this has me coming back. This has me excited. I'm excited to see whatever is going to come next here. And I, dude, this this has me really excited for the, the future of Avengers. I wasn't one of those people that will grind and grind and build up each individual character to their, you know, level 100 or whatever the level cap is on the character. That's just not the way I play games. I don't, I don't do that. I don't find that particularly fun. I find that more tedious than fun most of the time. So that element is not going to keep me coming back. But if they keep releasing new story and character DLCs like this, I will definitely keep coming back every, you know, month or two or however often they, they do these in intervals. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep coming back. I'll keep playing as these characters. I'll keep seeing the story unfold because I am definitely curious to see where this goes. And honestly, like, I, I enjoyed Avengers. I had my problems with it, but I enjoyed it. But this has me excited. This has me excited about the future of Marvel's Avengers as a game and as kind of this continuing story and continuing game that they're going to, you know, keep working on throughout, uh, you know, throughout the next year or a few years or however long this game is, is going to last. If it's like Destiny, it'll last, you know, a good seven years or so. It'll good, it'll last a good long time. So hopefully it's like that and I can just keep coming back without having to grind my characters up, without having to level up, up, up and all that kind of stuff. Without any of the grindy uh, MMO RPG type stuff that I just don't like. If we could just keep with the good, cool story content, moving the story forward, introducing new characters to play as, I am on board to keep coming back. And it has me excited for the future of the Avengers game. That's my thoughts. This just, I know this is a short episode, real quick, in and out, but I just, I played this, and this is something that I was very curious to see how they were going to handle the future of this game, and if this is what they're doing, then I am on board, and I, I wanted to get something, you know, recorded and out to you guys here real quick before I get to the end of the year episodes. I really think probably the next few episodes are going to be the end of the year episodes, and that's, uh... You know, I, I said in the last episode that I wanted to get the best of the decade 
episodes done before the end of the year. And I did, and I, I still kind of do. If I suddenly, you know, find myself motivated and have enough time, I can do that, I guess. I would like to get it all done, but it, realistically, it's it's probably just not going to happen. Uh, the next episode will probably, probably be my most anticipated uh, movies and things of next year, and then followed by my favorite things of this year that we're currently in. There might be an episode or two in between there as well. I, I, I generally like to do my favorite things episode in January as opposed to in December because I like the year to actually be over and then look back on it instead of you're still, you know, I, like I've seen people doing their lists and stuff already. And it's like, dude, you can't do like Wonder Woman in there. You know, there's there's still stuff coming out that you couldn't do. So it's like, I don't know. I find that weird. I, I think you should do it in uh, January at the earliest. And if you want to be like the Oscars, then like February or something that I guess. <laughs> so that's it. Have you been playing Marvel's Avengers? What did you think of this new DLC? What did you think of the main core game? Do you like this? Do you like this idea as a concept to have the the game and then just keep releasing these new little DLCs giving you more meat, more story and stuff. I think that's a really cool idea. Uh, I Again, I, I don't know how financially it works for the company, but assuming it does, assuming they have all that worked out, I think it's really cool. It's a, it's a really neat idea. And uh, again, I'm, I'm on board for the future of this series. I'm really curious to see Spider-Man when he comes out because like, the thing with Spider-Man is, he'll be fun, I'm sure he'll be fun, a great character, and all that kind of stuff, you know, I'm sure they'll do a good job with him, but he's not gonna be as fun to play with as he is in Marvel's Spider-Man, right? Like, uh, having the, the dedicated Spider-Man game is gonna make it way, you know, they're, they're gonna make it way better than this game where they're making, you know, 20, 30 different characters by the time it's all said and done, you know, it's like, they're... They're going to put way more focus in on the singular Spider-Man character and make him way more fun. So it's like, I I don't know. if When I play it, is it going to feel like a cheap discount version of Marvel Spider-Man or something? I'm very curious to see what that is. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to review every single one of these little DLCs when they come out. Probably not. But when Spider-Man comes out, I'll probably do a review of that one. We'll see. Just uh, as it comes up. If I, if I feel like there's enough there for me to talk about and all that kind of stuff, then I'll do a review. That's it for this time, guys. Thanks for listening. This is David Arrington, the Helix Reviews Podcast, signing off. Bye-bye, guys.